I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello, and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. I'm Rose Skeeters, and today I'm going to talk to you guys about perseverance, when you feel like giving up. So it's a beautiful day here, too, in Michigan. So I'm sitting outside. If you hear some background noise, the birds, you know, any kind of chirping going on in the background, animal sounds, I hope that's relaxing to you. And you just kind of go with me today and enjoy the message. So today I want to talk to you all about quitting. Maybe you feel like throwing in the towel. After all, recovery is hard work, right? Maybe you feel like you've tried and tried and tried. Maybe even like you've tried everything. And no matter how hard you try, it seems like the mountain just gets bigger. Or people in your life continue to lack trust and invalidate you. Maybe you went a whole month or even two or three without an episode and then you lose it. Maybe recovery is even going pretty well, but you feel like giving up on a dream. You thought one day maybe you could and you would achieve. But now it just seems like there's no way. Maybe it's school, parenting, a career, owning a business, addiction, disordered eating, repairing familial relationships, or maybe it's just life. This episode is for everyone who's tried and believed, but just feels like you've got nothing left. The moral or the virtue that I want you to add to your moral compass today is perseverance. When you feel like giving up, you hold on tight, keep trusting, keep believing, and keep on going. So let's talk for a minute about a study conducted by Angela Duckworth. She is a psychologist and author at the University of Pennsylvania. She studies grit and self-control. So what is grit? Grit is a combination of passion and perseverance for a singularly important goal. High achievers and highly successful people score high on measures of grit. The thing that makes Angela's research important to you and I are the results of the study. You know that my aim of this podcast is to bring our community hope, right? Well, how's this for hope? Angela Duckworth and her team found scientific evidence to support the notion that grit can grow. In other words, you can enhance your ability to have grit, passion, and perseverance to meet a long-term goal. In one of her studies, she asked the question, Why do successful people succeed? And she and her team went and researched three different categories to find out why successful people succeed. First, they went to a famous military academy. Then they went to some challenging inner city schools. And then they went and studied world-class spelling bee champions to find out which cadet in the military succeeded and which ones dropped out first and why. When they went to the inner city schools, they wanted to find out which teachers were successful and went the distance and which teachers caved in before the end of the semester. And they went and looked at fifth grade kids that are brilliant and can spell huge words. (laughs) 
They wanted to find out why, though, even though they were equally talented, some would rise to the top and some would cave under the pressure. In other words, why are some people successful and others aren't? What the research di researchers discovered was not actually what they had expected. They thought it was intelligence that made people successful. If you're really smart, you're going to succeed. But it wasn't the IQ. It was actually what researchers call the AQ or the adversity quotient. So success wasn't in how smart these individuals were. It was actually in how much they could overcome, how much adversity they could overcome. So Angela took this information and she wrote a book. It's awesome if you want to check it out. It's called Grit. Again, last name is Angela Duckworth. Remember, she defines grit as passion and perseverance for long-term goals. Now, as hyperbolic, intense, and sensitive folks, we can all agree that we at least have 50% of this formula for grit down pat, right? I mean... We are not exactly lacking in the passion department. <laughs> I believe that people with BPD are some of the most passionate folks I have ever met. So think of what you can accomplish if you begin to practice perseverance. I believe that we, as a community of intense individuals, can do anything we put our minds to. If we just have grit, if we could persevere to our intense passion, if we can add it, add perseverance to that intensity. Think about it for a moment. What if you were just as intense at persevering through whatever you feel like giving up on as you are for social justice issues, to keep and maintain a stable relationship? Just imagine for a moment what you could accomplish. So why then do we give up? Why do we find it hard to keep going? Let's look at two reasons. Reason one, our perspective is often limited. So maybe you have a dream, a goal, recovery in mind, but all you can see are walls, obstacles, problems. Everything keeping you from achieving your goals, in other words. Maybe you set a goal, I'm going to be tantrum free for three months, and then you get a call from your mother. <laughs> or your father, or your partner likes that person's photo or on Instagram or Facebook, or your friend cancels plans, or maybe even someone unfriends you or stops following you, and all you see are the walls or the obstacles. Maybe you listen to me talk or you hear the recovery stories and you just see the successes. And... Maybe it's equally as discouraging as it is hopeful because you yourself can't reach it. And maybe you create narratives that say, I'll never be like that. Take Sabrina's episode. It's one of the ones that's most often referenced by people I work with, people in emails, because six sessions passed and she had just done so much work. But what we don't often see when we look at successful people or success stories 
is the price we they paid. We focus on the victory lap, but what about the pain they endured? And the story behind the story, what about the showing back up and continuing to persevere? You can't even imagine the inner battles and personal sacrifices of someone who continues to believe that things will get better. And if they don't give up and they just persevere, that everything will be okay. So why do we give up? So often, our perspective is limited. And secondly, our progress isn't always obvious. I see this a ton with my coaching clients. I have people come to me not able to understand how their behavior impacts others, not able to even speak about their trauma without breaking down, paralyzed in fear. What's fear, right? False evidence appearing real. They work really hard at that point and they start apologizing for their tyrannical behaviors, regulating their emotions more often than not, and they start dating again even. Often, they are able to process past hurts and they walk through the fear. That's right. They start to walk straight through the fear, but still more work remains, more pain remains, and they forget how far they've come. It's filtered out. So the progress they've made isn't seen. They don't see it. They don't feel it. Maybe between seeing me one week to the next, they have a tantrum or they fall back into an old behavioral pattern or habit or they set out trying to eat healthy and then someone's like, let's order pizza and get some ice cream. (laughs) Right? Well, all of these things can become really discouraging. So, you know, people, they can tolerate the process when they can see the progress. So, something that I love to do is remind them of it. I remind people of all of the things that they have done and the progress they have made so that it becomes very obvious so that they continue to hold on, to cling to hope, and to persevere. People will continue. You guys will continue your recovery if you have hope, if you see progress. You can endure pain, right? Sometimes you just need someone else to remind you of all you have accomplished, to lay it out, to tell the truth of how capable you are so you can show back up and keep going so you can do it again. You can even talk to yourself, remind yourself. Remember I talked about the recovery ladder? That's one of the purposes of the recovery ladder, to remind yourself of the progress you've made in the process so that you can show up again and again and again. Say, shh, quiet to your feelings. Tell your mind, tell your emotions. I'm not listening to you. I have made progress and I am doing the right thing. I will stay the course. I will stay on mission. So in the podcast, you know, I do like to talk about my struggles because people find it relatable. And I just wanted to share with you guys that sometimes I get discouraged. I definitely did when I was in the earlier recovery days. But now I still do. I think of 
things like, what if this episode won't help anyone? What if I'm just saying the same things? What if I never finish this workbook or this website? What if I can't call all of these people back or write these emails? What am I going to say to people who leave hateful reviews or messages? What if I fail this community? What if I can't get it all done? But then I refocus and I remember what matters. Why I started this? Because I wanted even just one person to listen and to receive a message of hope. Just one. That was my original mission and goal. And it still is. So every time a day ends and I didn't do enough or feel like enough, I remind myself that it doesn't matter. That people that listen do gain hope. And then I have to keep trying and showing up so that more and more people can hear this message and feel less alone. I didn't do this to be liked so that people could like me for me. I did this for you and for anyone who has lost, who has given up hope and just feels just like life is not worth living. I did this for those people. And that's what I have to remind myself. I have to refocus on the mission. And I want you to remind yourselves when you feel like giving up of the reason why you started. So before you throw in the towel, I want you to take a look at it. You have two options. You can either throw it in, or you can pick it up, wipe the sweat off of your face, and keep on going, trusting in your passion and perseverance to harness your grit and to achieve your goals. And remember, you may be closer than you think. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this woman. Her name is Florence Chadwick. She is amazing. She is the first woman to swim the English Channel both ways. Pretty impressive, right? Well, in 1952, she decided to swim 26 miles between the California coast and the Catalina Island. 15 hours into her swim. Yes, 15 hours. I couldn't even imagine. Can you imagine swimming for 15 hours? Well, anyway, she's 15 hours in, and fog sets in. She becomes disoriented and fatigued. She can't see where she's going. She's got a team of people in a boat encouraging her, and they're saying, keep going, keep going, keep going. But it was just too much for her. She had had it, and she decided to throw in the towel. But get this. She gets into the boat, and it's only then that she realizes, once she has already given up, that she was less than a half a mile away. She had swam more than 25 and a half miles, and she threw in the tail. She was closer than she thought. I want you to remember her story, and I want you to think to yourself that you may be closer than you think. You need to persevere so you will achieve your goals, so you will recover. So this episode is my message to you, me saying to you, don't quit, don't you quit, don't quit right before the finish line, don't quit on yourself, your future, don't quit on your partner, don't quit on your kids, your pets, don't you quit. Be tenacious, persevere, show up, show up, and keep pushing, 
It will get better. Don't throw away your confidence. You need to persevere so that you will experience the joys of living. I want you to stay in the game this week. You are not alone. We are all fighting this together. All right, so today in place of a Q&A, I want to talk about something that I find is quite disturbing, and I just want to revisit this to make sure that we as a community understand why abuse is never to be tolerated. So there was some interactions on our Facebook group where an individual is a partner of somebody with borderline personality disorder and her partner was, you know, kind of yelling and screaming and slamming things. They have a young child, you know, the behavior that was being engaged in by the individual with BPD was just abusive, right? So I start, you know, talking about how this person can help her partner, that it's important to set boundaries and to have, you know, a consequence system so that he can, you know, she can support him and being motivated to, you know, do the work of recovery, right? And, you know, some individuals kind of weighed in and there was a lot of really great help. There was an individual who, and, you know, this is not just specific to this person. This is something I received emails about, right? But there was an individual who said that, you know, the yelling and the, you know, slamming things and the, you know, emotional kind of abuse, it just is, came from this individual's own trauma and it wasn't that big of a deal and that the bar that we set for abuse is really low if that's abuse, if yelling and slamming things is abuse. And so I, I just wanted to say that you, if you have borderline personality disorder and you're yelling at people and being rageful, punching holes in the walls, slamming doors, calling names, even giving the silent treatment, disconnecting, ignoring, even that, going that route, and you've experienced trauma, that it, it's still not okay. Okay? So abuse is abuse. Whether or not you've experienced trauma, if you go out into the world and you abuse someone else because of the trauma you've experienced, that's abuse. It's not acceptable for you to hurt someone else because you've been hurt. That's not how that goes. Sure, if you have trauma, we want to validate you. We want you to know that it was wrong what you went through. And we want to help you get the help that you need to stop being abusive. But it is never okay to abuse someone because you've been abused no matter what you've been through. Hurting someone else is never okay. So if you're out there and you have a partner with borderline personality disorder or a loved one, a family member, or a friend, I want you to know that. That if you're walking on eggshells and you're being emotionally abused by your person, it is not okay. No matter what they've been through, it isn't okay. And if you have borderline personality disorder and you're abusing the person that you're in a relationship with, your kids, your family, your dog is yourself, yourself, it is not okay. So seek support and get the help you need so that you can stop being abusive and just know that abuse is abuse no matter what. All right, everybody, until next week. Have a great holiday weekend if you're in the U.S. Have a great 4th of July weekend. We'll see you for another episode next Wednesday. Okay, thanks for listening. That was from Borderline and Beautiful. 
a production of Thrive Mind Body LLC, online coaching that helps frustrated individuals, resentful couples, and disconnected families navigate through tough times. Visit us on the web at thriveonlinecounseling.com. If you like this show, remember, you can hear it on Anchor or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or any app that you use to listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get a new episode every Monday. If you want to get in touch, you can leave me a voice message. Some of you had some comments and questions from the last episodes, and I'd love to hear whatever questions you have, too. Just download the Anchor mobile app, search for From Borderline to Beautiful, and tap the message button to send me a voice message. We'll have all those links in the show description. Okay, we made it. Thanks again for listening. I'm Rose Skeeters, and I'll be back next week with another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. Talk to you then.